Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Benny and Steve as we talk about J.J. Watt's free agent destination and what his value is worth before diving into the NBA and talking about um, the contenders in each conference, what we like, what we've seen so far, uh, a little bit of uh, hypotheticals on what we think can happen going forward, including where we see Andre Drummond. And we finish it up with talking about Draymond Green's comments about players uh, really having no uh, agency and the teams being able to control what happens with the players, which is what happens when you sign a contract. But we dive into what Draymond said and how we feel about it. But uh, sorry for skipping Sunday. That's actually the first episode we've missed since we've done this podcast, uh, including last year before we went on hiatus for a year or for eight months. Uh, what we're planning to do is, this is an announcement, we're going to do episodes every Wednesday night that will come out Thursday morning. On weeks where there's actually big things happening, like the NFL draft or free agency or uh, I guess MLB coming back, Benny's Baseball Corner, or the NBA playoffs and all that jazz. Uh, jazz, get it? NBA playoffs are going to be in it. They're the one seed. Uh, but when those things happen, we're going to be doing two episodes a week on our scheduled, on our regular scheduled uh, Thursday, Monday. But until there's weeks like that for the next couple of months, probably next, uh, I don't know when the draft is, a month and a half or whatever, we are going to be doing um, one episode a week. We're going to record it Wednesday nights, put it out Thursday morning, because uh, there's really not just enough sports to talk about uh, all throughout the day without the NFL being our centric thing. Our Wednesday episodes are prediction episodes. It's our favorite episode that we do every week. Uh, our Sunday episode is a recap episode. NFL is easy to talk about. The rest of the sports, we're still trying to fine-tune our opinions, our hot takes, and all that. Um I'd like to say this before I jump into the episode. I've been watching a lot of tennis. I'm actually recording this intro in the middle of Djokovic's semifinal in the Men's Australian Open. Uh, Osaka just beat Serena uh, earlier today. And uh, I'd like to, this is my opinion, I think Serena Williams probably will never get to the 24th Grand Slam title that she so wants. The reason she's probably still playing. Uh, it seems like some of these younger women are just uh, are just getting better than her. And Halep, she killed Halep a few nights ago. And that was surprising. But if you actually watch that game, Halep, actually played a little bit better she just made so many uh mental errors that that really affected her play serena uh one of the best ever probably probably the best women's definitely the best women's tennis player of all time uh she's a giant of the sport and uh i i hope she keeps playing because it's a joy to watch her i watched sitsi pass beating a doll last night in a five setter i stayed up till 5 a.m watching that my sleep schedule is screwed but uh what a pleasure you know you don't know i say this all the time with Brady and with LeBron, you really don't know how much time you have left with these guys because uh, they're old. Like, Brady's 43, LeBron's 36. Nadal, he's 35, I think. Federer's 39, he's not playing in this tournament. But uh, Messi, Ronaldo, all these guys, you really don't know how much time you have left until it's done. So so really nurture that. It's, it's, uh, it's an honor to watch these people compete in their sports because they are the best we've ever seen. And um, there's going to be somebody that we, we say is the best in the future, but... You know, when you're growing up in your R age, everybody listening to this podcast, or most people listening to this podcast are around my age, which is 24, 25. Uh, we're going to remember this because this is who we grew up with. This is the the goats when we were kids watching sports before we had other things to care about. You know, now now a lot of us have jobs, careers, uh, families, but we'll never forget watching Tom Brady. We'll never forget watching LeBron and, and all these guys. And I, I feel that same way with tennis, with, uh, with Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. Those big three have been dominating the sport since I was in grade school, it feels like. It's just, it's unbelievable. And, uh, so yeah, this is too long of a tangent on tennis. Nobody really cares about tennis, but, uh, I've been watching it. I've been enjoying it and we're going to get to watch the finals on Saturday night, Sunday night, very late, very early regard, regard, or, uh, however you look at it, but I'm going to be watching it. So I, I, I imbue you to turn in.
implore you, not imbue. What am I saying? Imbued means something totally different, but implore you to turn it, tune in. And uh, anyways, okay, this intro is going too long. So thank you for listening. Sorry we missed the Valentine's Day show, uh, but we are back. We'll be doing episodes every Wednesday and sometimes every Sunday. So thank you, everybody, for listening to Sports with Sterling. Backseat quarterbacks, I mean. It should be Sports with Sterling. But uh, okay, thank you, everybody. Here is Benny and Steven. Benny, Steve, it's been a while. How you guys doing? Pretty good. We uh, ghosted your ass last week. Hell yeah. Valentine's ghosted Day. your ass. Valentine's Day. How, how was your Valentine's yep, Day? We ghosted Sterling on Valentine's Day. He was trying to have a podcast and we had other things. Well, I'm in the longest term relationship out of the three. <laughs> uh, when's your anniversary? Honestly, I don't know. Oh, Steven. <laughs> Steven with the. It's been a while. I think Steven has you beat. I go by Super Bowls. It's been like six six Super Bowls. Yeah, or, I don't know. We ours no no because me and Julie have been dating longer than you and Sarah because you and Sarah weren't dating when we moved to Bellingham. True. Winner, okay, you're longer, Steven. but here's the deal: you you get to hey, one yo. Valentine's Day, you get to two. It's it's too many, and it's too close to Christmas. It's a it's a sham holiday, and guess what? I don't respect it. I like Dude, mine, mine. Mine is worse because it goes it goes uh it goes Valentine's Day. Then it, next month is my anniversary, and then the month after that's Julie's birthday. Picked a bad imagine, time. Today. Imagine if they were all in the same month, though. That would oh, suck. you get one present. <laughs> uh, you get one present, anyways. Listen, I, I basically said, "Hey, your present's Christmas. Your Valentine's Day <laughs> gifts are what I bought you on Christmas. Spend my bankroll there. My hey, bookie, bookie funded, bookie funded the gifts. Bookie funded the gifts. Thank yeah, you. sounds like a dream being in a relationship with Sterling, right? Everybody, everyone, give it up for Sterling. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I got her flowers on the day after. <laughs> The day after Valentine's Day. When they're discounted. <laughs> oh, was was yesterday Valentine's Day? <laughs> no, here's the deal. It was snowy. I'm not gonna walk, I'm not gonna drive out in the snow, risk my life. I went the next day. I thought, you know what, maybe I'll oh get Oh my gosh, risk my life. Risk my life in the snow, Benny. I'm not driving out there. On bro, on Valentine's Day, You're it was gone. Was no, gone. no, no. Valentine's Day was actually when it was pouring down. It was it was hard in Be- in Bellingham at least. It was really bad. You live uh you live far away. So um, anyways. Listen. Yeah, I think there was more snow down here though. There was, but I think it melted yeah. earlier. It, it, melted. it was crazy. There was it started there wasn't that much here. snow in Tacoma. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Here's the deal. We're not the weathermen here. We're we're the backseat quarterbacks. So let's talk some sports. But first, Valentine's Day. Did you get your? Did you get anybody anything special, Benny? Or did you? Uh, did you just watch? Uh, watch a couple Hell of videos? no. Single as a Pringle videos? baby. Okay. Pringles come in a big old stack. I don't know. True. If you know that. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Single as one do? Pringle. What did you get, uh, Julie? Steve, you get her anything special? No, um, just like flowers and some candy and stuff. Did you get her flowers on the day of or the day after, like me? Well, yeah, because you don't buy you don't fly buy flowers the day of because they go bad. So I got her tulips because roses are for losers. Well, here's what uh, I got her. I went go. to Fred Meyer. I looked for the uh, the the best discount on uh, on a bouquet. Uh, not the cheapest bouquet. The best discount, highest highest dollar off. It was a, it was a good bouquet. It's beautiful. It's still up. It's still up. It's still alive. Still breathing. Still living. Uh, broke her bamboo the day before, though. I broke her bamboo. Knocked this man. This anyways, man went to Dollar Tree for his flowers and bought the the best discounted bouquet. Benny, listen. My gift was uh. No, I'm not gonna say. Okay. Anyways, we're gonna keep this going. Uh, let's talk football real quick before we get into basketball. The new free agent on the market. The new guy on the block is a 32. Going to be 32 year old defensive end by the name of. Justin James Watt or the Ooh, Milkman. Justin James. Milkman is one of his nicknames. Uh, he requested a release from the Texans. They said, yep, okay, see you later. We don't really want you anymore. You're pretty bad now. And uh, 
and now he's on the market and people are talking about him. Like if he joins a team, he's an immediate impact player. Now, Benny, I know you actually think he is because you said before the pod, I'm going to read you J.J. Watt's numbers the last five years. 2016, three games, 1.5 sacks. 2017, five games, zero sacks. 2018, we're going to skid past that real quick, 17, uh, 17 or 16 games, 16 sacks. Uh, 2019, eight games, four sacks. And this last year, yeah. played the full year, had five sacks. Yeah, yeah we're going to skip 2018. You're just going to skip the two good years? One good year. He had one good Where year. Where is the best defensive player in football? He had one good year. I, we're talking the last, we're talking from 2016 on yeah 2015 14 13 12 he was great he was the best defensive end in football but we're living in the past 2015 let's see what was the super bowl that year the broncos how long ago does that feel steven to when your team won the super bowl that feels like uh, uh that feels like a lifetime ago so yeah we're gonna talk about him currently and not in past tense so let's talk about him now he's looked at by everybody in the media right now is this big time free agent that if he joins the chiefs or the bills or the or the packers that this is going to change their team trajectories and make them or the browns and make them immediately the favorite in their conference huh jj watt sucks he's bad let's call spade a spade he's a bad player now he doesn't stay on the field he doesn't stay healthy he doesn't get after the quarterback and benny tries to make this argument that his job's not about getting getting sacks uh uh when did i ever say that I you never said, said that. You said his numbers might be down. You just made something chair. up. You just um, made something up to, to, ah, try to, to try to make your argument stronger. It's a strong argument, regardless if I'm making anything up, any blasphemy or anything like that. I'll tell you the truth, though. That's very fraudulent by you. Job is to sack so Steven, Steven, did I ever say that? No, no, no. You just, you just pointed out his what, what position. He yeah, I asked, Sterling, I asked Sterling what position J.J. Watt plays. He said, uh, edge rusher. Right. At four That's three defensive end, right? I said no. He's a three four DN. Okay, he's gonna rush interior just as much as he does on the edge. I promise you, he does not rush interior as much as he does on the edge. We're not gonna bring up the tape. We can find the tape. Let's find the tape. We can find the stats. We can find the find advanced the analytics. Advanced analytics like JJ Watt. Steven, pull up the tape. Advanced <laughs> analytics like JJ Watt, Benny. But let me tell you, I'm a results guy. I'm a results type guy who cares about the numbers. You're just I'm, a hater type. I'm gonna guy. give. I'm gonna give you a little bit of my a little bit of medicine right here, Benny. You ready for this? I don't These take stats medicine. like pressures or. Holistic. I'm a holistic approach. No, listen, these these stats like pressures or hurries. Okay, congratulations. That's a stat you almost sacked the quarterback. You so, almost got to him. Not so quite, not pressures, quite. pressure does not affect quarterbacks. No, it does. But Changing what the timing is. of the play, aka a hurry, does not they're affect making, the offense. Listen, huh? Listen, okay. they're making All these right. stats up to. That's some advanced analytics from Sterling Reckie. Here you go. No, yeah. they're making these stats <laughs> quarterbacks up. under pressure. No problem. <laughs> they're making these stats up to provide comfort huh. to defensive ends. Three hundred and ten. Six foot six, three hundred ten pound guy closing. You almost on did you? your job. You almost not did get, your job. Not the, gonna get rid of it early. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna no, take Benny. Hit. A QB pressure, a QB hurry. Those are made QB up hurry. numbers. A QB hurry is no, no. A QB Define hurry a QB is hurry. Literally, it li- is literally define a QB when, hurry by by the book. Okay. What is it? What a is the hurry? QB hurry is when he analytic. has to get rid of it earlier than he wants to. And you know what? He probably he's probably throwing it away. Think about all the balls that quarterbacks throw away. Those are hurries. Okay. Very is that, is that an effective? Is that an effective defensive play? Yeah, that's a loss of eh. down for zero yardage. Okay. Made up stat. It's a made up stat. I just I think you just don't know football. No, here's a stat: sacks. Here's a sacks. That, that last hit a soft spot. That hit a soft here's spot. Here's a sacks his last two years. Sorry. These he, last two years, he has nine sacks total. 
nine sacks total. That's, that's his numbers. Those are numbers, recorded numbers. A QB hurry is you're looking through your lens and saying, hmm, think he was hurried, think he was pressured. A QB hurry, they don't actually have numbers on Okay, that. what about a I'm half a sack? A half a sack. Do, I'm, do, you, I'm, do you give credit for a half a sack, sir? I do. I'm looking at his sack numbers. The, they're four full – these are with half a sacks included. What about a quarterback uh, hit? Do you think those – No, not a real stat. No. No? Not a real stat. Okay. I care about numbers, Benny. And here's the numbers. He has nine sacks in the last two years. He can't stay healthy. Here's another number. Care about getting hit? Do you think quarterbacks care about a quarterback hit? Nah. They're no. tough. Nose to the grindstone. What about uh, offensive coordinators? What about GMs? Do they care about their quarterbacks getting hit? Nah. They're multi hundreds of million dollar investments. <laughs> yeah. Here's okay. the deal. Here's JJ Watt. He has played in the last five years. What's the name of pass protection? Giving the quarterback time to execute a throw. He hasn't you hurry, affected you hurry that, that process. JJ Watt hasn't affected? affected yeah. that because he hasn't been on the field because he can't stay healthy. And when he's healthy, he's a he's an ocean. All right. Well, here here's my only argument is okay. So JJ Watt, he still has good football left in him. Is he going to be the JJ Watt that was Player of the Year? No. But look at a guy like uh, Ndamukong Sue. Okay, he was dominant. He was old. Now he's older, playing on a good team. Okay, if JJ Watt goes and plays on a good team and um. Ndamukong Sue wasn't the best player on that defensive line, right? They had uh, Shaq Barrett was probably the best uh, player on that defensive line. Anyways, um, if, JJ, if JJ Watt were to go somewhere like, uh, I know they can't do it, uh, but Pittsburgh, and just, just because his, bro- his brother's there, and they have a great, you know, they have a great edge rusher in his brother, Why would that, they want that defensive line becomes better. But why would they want him? They're already the best defensive line. They get the most sacks every year. Why would they need him? They need stuff on the off. They need a QB. They need stuff on the offense. Yeah. Well, did I just I just said they're in Capel. They're probably not going to do it. But well, uh, what about What about a team like? Uh, um, I know that I've heard the Browns a lot, right? Obviously, they already have Miles Garrett. Um, they have what Ogan Joby. People uh, are treating him uh, like it, he's the guy, guy from five years ago. Think baby. about this. The think about this. Think about that. this. Think about this. You you want to you want to. Their, their best pass rusher, say he's on the Browns. You want to be able to uh, give more attention to Miles Garrett, maybe, maybe double-team him, give some tight end help. Okay, well, you if you if you double-team, decide to double-team uh, Miles Garrett, okay, J.J. JJ Watt's got a one-on-one. J.J. Watt's been the guy for the last five years that has been getting the double-teams and the chips and the attention paid to him. Okay, so if you got two guys, that, the last five years? two guys, two guys that deserve uh, help, more than more than a single single man uh, pass blocking uh, assignment, then that's a problem for offensive coordinators. So here's my argument: You just brought up Nadalmik and Sue. Sue was the fourth best player on the defensive line, and I mean in the Bucks defensive line, it really was Barrett, Vita Vea, Barrett were the top two. Oh, APP oh and, Vita Vea played like five games, and Nadalmik was he was amazing. He Vita Vea is probably the third okay. best interior lineman after uh, Donald and Chris Jones, and you wouldn't get much argument from people. You you just said that JJ Watt wasn't good because he wasn't on. He's the not field. an interior lineman. You don't wa- you don't watch. I guarantee. It. I, yeah, no, I guarantee he rushes from the interior as well. Think about a guy. Think of, think about a guy like it depends on your uh, your personnel who's in. Like if it's a third and long, I bet JJ Watt mo- moves inside and they put a, a quicker guy on the edge to. Cool if it's third uh, and long. Rush. Giving... Yeah. yeah, he maybe, is an maybe exterior like a... edge rusher. JJ Watt is an edge rusher. That is literally what the, that is what he is. I can I can find the snap count somewhere. I'm not gonna pause this. I'm not gonna pause this, but I can probably find the snap count somewhere where he lines up. And I promise you, he lines up a lot more on the outside than the inside. Now, if I I'm wrong, I'm wrong. He's a guy that's moved around. He moves around very. 
He's he's not a sing. Just, Aaron Donald yeah, never yeah. lines up on the outside, right? He probably does sometimes. He probably sometimes lines I, up on I, the, I on the outside bet, of a tackle. I would bet it's equal from no, interior Vinny. and and edge because he's not a guy that Vinny. Vita he's like Vea. a power. He's a power rush type guy. He's, he's more Vea, like a bull rush. Chris Jones, uh, Nadamik and Sue. And where Those do you want a good bull lineman. rusher? Vinny, interior. you're arguing that this guy lines up like 50-50. It's not close to that. He's an outside edge rusher. That is what he is. He's a defensive end. He got his he got his defensive player of the year awards and okay, his so buddy because three, of his four, three four defensive ends are he plays on the outside, Vinny. Go watch JJ. One sec. Listen, we're gonna take a quick break if we're if you want to do this. Go watch JJ Watt highlights and show me where he's lining up. Go watch him right now. You can do this while we're talking. Steven, get in here. Go watch JJ Watt highlights while we're talking. And I want you to watch them. And then you can speak again. Steven, uh, what do you think about this? JJ Watt, good or bad? Let's hear. Uh, I think think he's in the middle. Like he's he might provide some help, but he's not defensive player of the year. You're treating him like he's an elite level player right now. I I think he's just he's just a big name person. So people are gonna talk about him like he's a big name person, but he's gonna he's still gonna get that kind of acknowledgement because he was the player he was. Well, but I think people just want to talk about him because there's nothing else to talk about in the NFL right now. Yeah, it's a four. It's a four storyline. Here, here's what when I brought up Sue after Benny brought up Sue. Benny brought up Sue. He's getting paid eight million dollars, okay, and he's going to come back next year for less money. His contract situations in the past. He his rookie year was five years, sixty four. His the Dolphins contract was six years, one fifteen. The contract that he signed with the Rams, one year, fifteen. The one with the Bucks last year, one year, ten million, and then this year was eight million. It's going to go down next year if he comes back. JJ Watt is not getting eight million. JJ Watt's going to get fifteen million, probably a two-year, thirty million dollar deal, and you're paying him fifteen million dollars for bad production over the last few years. Yes, if he joins the Browns or he joins the Chiefs, pretty good situations, but. I don't, well, I don't think the Chiefs have the money. And I think if they if he goes to the Browns, um, I don't think he's going to go to the Browns. I'm just going to say that. I do not think he's going to go to Cleveland. So maybe I'm wrong. That's a pretty good situation for him. But he's not an all, every down type defensive end anymore. He's His stats are very, uh, you know, forgettable these last few years. He's been a, he's been washed up. He's injured. He hasn't bounced back from any of his big injuries. Uh, he had that good year two years ago where he had 16 sacks. That's a good year. Um, but those last five years, that's an outlier at this point. It is. And my point is that Benny is trying to make this argument right now that, oh, those sack numbers aren't the only thing that matters because he's rushing from the inside. I don't watch I, too many. I only, I, only took, I only took that because you put those words in my mouth. That, but that he doesn't. You, he's not I didn't say that. Not, I didn't bring up. I didn't bring up that only sacks matter. I, I never said. I never. Well, I never said the opposite to that. But you said that I said that. So automatically, <laughs> I, I defended that, which, um, yeah, I agree that sacking the quarterback is important. But the other stats are also important. They're not, they're not irrelevant stats. They're made up analytics. Like if he was still this. De- if, I, I, I hate bringing up these te- this Texans team and like hating on Deshaun Watson because you all think I'm a Deshaun Watson hater. Here's the deal. If J.J. Wall was still this elite level pass rusher, like I don't know if you're trying to make that argument, but you still say he's really good. If he's what he no, is and Deshaun Watson, he... one sec, my point here. If J.J. Watt is this very good player still that can make an impact on any team and is still can show some dominant self from from long ago and Deshaun Watson's his top five quarterback that team's not going four and 12 if you have two game records on each side of the ball that are elite level players you're not going to stink so what happened like that what it just doesn't make sense it doesn't compute that you stink so bad that you have these guys that are you know elite level players 
JJ Watt is going to get a two-year, $30 million deal wherever he goes or something in that ilk. And it's going to be a terrible contract because number one, he's probably going to get hurt, right? It's, he's, it's hard for him to stay on the field these last few years. I'm surprised he played all 16 this year. And number two, the production will not match the money. You're paying J.J. Watt to get after the quarterback, not to stop the run or to bat down passes. You want 15 sacks from him if you're giving him $15 million. That's what every team wants out of a guy from the edge. You're not paying Shaq Barrett. You're not paying Shaq Barrett to, you know, stop the run. You're paying him to sack the quarterback. You're paying J.J. Watt to sack the quarterback. Pressures and and hurries, I was joking when I said they're irrelevant, but they don't matter as much because the QB's still getting the ball away from – the QB's still getting the ball out. You never, if you're hurried and pressured and there's a completed pass, that doesn't matter. If you sack the QB, that matters. That's all I'm saying. So I don't think JJ Watt's valuable. If he was coming to my team, I would be excited because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a sniveling coward where I will flip flop on anything because I, uh, <laughs> I just, I am right. I, I will pivot immediately if he comes to the Patriots, but uh, I know. Uh, for real though, my real feelings are being shown, right? Like these are my so real feelings. Thing, I'll pivot if it comes to my team. Here's the thing. You're, you're defining him as. I think he's washed up. No, you're defining him as an edge guy. Just talking about, just talking about you saying uh, when he rushes, he's always on the edge. That's not true. So think about this. When, when somebody goes through the draft process, right. And they define somebody as an edge guy. It's either a, Four three D end or a three four outside linebacker. Okay, the Texans ran a three four. He was a three four defensive end. That's an interior lineman. Yes, he does r- rush from that three four D end position. And when they're in, maybe if they go to a four down lineman, he might be at the defensive tackle. He might be at defensive end. They like to move him around a lot. That's what they do with a with you know good good pass rushers that are also big and can play interior. Right. Um, Steven, can you? Here's what I think about him. Now. Here's what I think about him. I think that. How old is he? Uh, 32. He's going to be 32. 32? Okay. 32. I think he's got three three more years of production. Okay. Do, uh, do I think that he needs to have a big contract? No. I mean, honestly, I, I think that he's somebody that, uh, you know, asking to be released from the Texans obviously values winning over uh, money. And, I mean, we'll see what contract he signs. I don't think he's going to demand – a ton of money he'll demand like fair value for his for his services but i think that he's somebody who wants to win and and i, I think that the contract that you're saying is going to be terrible it is not but people not are making it seem like this is prime reggie white leaving the eagles and going to the packers it's not no no you're the one who's doing that this is the biggest sport in football right <laughs> you're now you're the only one you're, no, you're like making up uh, every single every single sport show, disagree with every single sports show this is the top lead that they're talking about is jj watts a free yeah okay they're talking about him a lot they're not saying he's prime reggie white leaving nobody no. said that i know but they're giving him this they're getting that's okay okay let's look, let's look at uh up now you're just making free up. agent defensive ends why they're are they talking, talking about, about him they're talking about him because they talk about deshaun watson every day and basically deshaun watson wants out right and he's not getting out jj watt he wants out, and he gets he gets released. Now he gets to go wherever he. Let wants. me just ask you this: Why are they talking about Ryan Kerrigan like this? He's thirty three. He's a year older. Why are they giving him the same the because same? Because Ryan Kerrigan Justin was Houston. never Leonard the defensive player of the year. Okay. Leonard Williams. Ryan Kerrigan was never the best defensive lineman in the NFL for any given. What year. about Tark McKinley? He should be getting some love. <laughs> Tark McKinley, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Cassius Marsh. Right. Cassius Marsh. Like all these, all these guys are free agents. That's two names you've pronounced wrong in a row. Ah. Tark McKinley and Cassius Marsh. 
Yeah, whatever. It's Tack McKinley and Cassius Martin. Maybe they should have a double whammy right there. They probably aren't good enough. Wow. I'll tell you this. Every single sports. Every single sports. Janice Michael. Every single sports show that talks about football is leading with J.J. Watt, his destination. Yeah, they're talking about him, but nobody has called him Reggie White in his prime, man. They're acting like it because they're talking about it like this. He's a he's a replaceable level player at this point. He's not an elite mad level they, They're player. talking about him. Why are you mad that they're talking about him? Because I want to watch something else. I want to hear them talk about things I like, like the Bucks winning the Super Bowl, Tom Brady having seven rings. Yeah, that's nobody cares they can anymore. Like that's about old that so news. much. That's old I want to hear them news, talk man. about that. I just want to hear them keep That's old about news. Get over it. That's history. They're making it seem <laughs> that's like history. this guy yeah, is good the one, most even. sought after free agent in, the, in this class, and it's not close. It's just because he's active now and he can choose a team now, I guess. I don't care. He's not good. Literally, I don't think anybody has called him the most sought after free agent that's all they're talking about benny Have you know- it's because his name is jj watt that's why they're talking about him benny okay you watch just as much sports tv during the day yeah, as i nobody do. Be- and here's it's here's dude literally it's the drama it's the drama What's is why he's drama? Being talked getting about. a replacement level defensive end for dope for the more salary than you should be paying him that's the drama welcome to the browns he's not JJ replacement watt. level he's not replacement level slightly above okay? Yes, he's above replacement level still. Yeah. He's thirty. Not that money. That money. So an above average player. Okay. You don't know how much money he's gonna get. Yeah, you don't. You I'm don't predicting know how much money that. And I, I would assume that. Uh, listen, I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, and he get, signs a one-year eight million dollar deal, congratulations, you got a bargain. If he signs a two-year thirty million dollar deal, which is much more his market, which is much more what will pay him, I promise you that. Then I'm gonna say that's a terrible deal. Well, we'll see what he signs. Right, I guess that's what matters. What dollar? I don't know how much. I don't know how much money he was due by the Texans, but I guarantee whoever he signs with, he will be due less money. He will be taking a pay cut to to leave the Texans. I guarantee that. Yeah, because he got a huge deal. He signed like a what was it exactly six year hundred million, six year hundred and ten million. I don't know. Maybe you should look up the cap situation. He was due seventeen five. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. For sure. He'll for sure obviously have less, but you're saying fifth. You're saying fifteen. A I'm year saying two thirty. He'll get. I don't think two, he'll get fifteen a year. Yeah, two years thirty, so fifteen a year. About. I don't no. think he'll get that. I think. I think he'll get somewhere. Maybe, nine. I mean, this is kind of a big range, but nine to twelve. I think it's nine to I twelve. Like the Bucks might as well just say Biden and Dominic and Sue will sign you, JJ Watt, because you can rush from the interior. You right? agree with that, Stephen? Yeah, I like. That I think he's not. He's not taking less than nine, but I. I don't think he's getting more than twelve. I, I think it's going to be like a two-year, $10 million contract. 20 yeah. total. I, I don't. I think it's going to be higher. But we'll see. We'll see who's right. I mean, if it is that, then it's not that big a deal. But it is. I think it's going to be a higher cap hit. If he wants to go to a team that's you're, you're, going to you win, how many have to fight for that. Has. You hear how many suitors he has. Everybody's talking. The Browns have been in contact. The Bills have been in contact. The Chiefs have been in contact. The Packers have been in contact. If he has so many suitors, they will give him a higher contract. They're yeah, going to have a bidding Why do you think he has so many suitors, Sterling? Because a lot of GMs are idiots. Because he's a replacement level defensive end. A lot of GMs are idiots. They think that they like the name. That's why there's a lot of failed franchises out there. Hmm. Those, yeah, those but if he's going to go to a franchise that wants to win, those franchises you just mentioned, they're up on they're on the upswing. Sounds like How a lot of contenders. How many of them got a Super Bowl in the last year? Huh? Sounds like a lot of contenders. You were How many of the, the Bills. You How many of them got the pinnacle Browns of success? Huh? Okay, so. Tom Tom Brady and the Bucks and I have no the, interest. No, 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 I'm not saying about him. But those are the only – that's the only good franchise is the Buccaneers. They've been terrible recently. Uh, Tom Brady goes there and they win a Super Bowl. I mean, to speak yeah. to the testament of the testament of the God. Hey, uh, it's the NFL. It, 
Things I'm saying this, Vinny, is, well, if they want J.J. Watt and they think they're going to get him on a discount for two years, $20 million, then yeah, then yeah, they, every team should go after him for that contract. I don't think he's going to sign for that cheap. I really don't. And if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll eat crow on that. I think he's going to get a much larger contract than both of you are, uh, are predicting because of his big name and because there's a bidding war now for him. And I think the, the, the fact that there is a bidding war for a guy that has played in about 50% of the games over the past five seasons is absurd, and it's going to bite them in the ass. But that's why a lot of these teams are failures from the get-go, and they aren't real contenders. They're, they're joke contenders. The Browns aren't a real contender. The Bills, have never, the Bills have never won anything. The Steelers, I've said this for the last 10 years of my life they will never win a super bowl with big ben as their quarterback again they'll never get there again and it's been proven true uh who else who else did i say i don't think the chiefs have the money for them if the chiefs sign if the chiefs sign them congratulations that doesn't really help them in my opinion they have a lot more problems including the offensive line is their problem so maybe they should invest in that um anybody else packers called them fraudulent last two years 13 and 3 they're fraudulent play easy division you're gonna you're gonna cry your eyes out man why because the the Warriors uh, won, I had a plus one eighty live live bet, hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I had them plus eight and a half, a uh, hundred dollars, and minus four and a half in the second half, a hundred dollars on that. I just won three eighty off the Warriors and another hundred off the Jazz. So, congratulations! <laughs> oh, guys, Sterling, everybody, Sterling roots against my bet. So. Benny, let's uh let's do this experiment now. Let's move on. Let's do a betting experiment with you. Can you bring up your account history and then do, do some math? Let's do let's some not math. do that. Let's not do that right now. But it's no. Let's do some math. We right don't have much less to talk about. We finished JJ. Well, let's do some math. Come on. Let's do let's do the addition okay. subtraction. All right. Game. Let, we can take a break, and I gotta charge my phone so I can see my uh. My no, you can do it on your computer. You, I'm gonna let you share your screen so we can do this together. No. Why not? <laughs> you don't want to do. You I'm don't not doing that. I uh, see, folks. He's embarrassed. Hey, we 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 know. No, I'm not embarrassed at all. I I. Steven, do I hide this at all? No, you post all your losses. Yeah, exactly. There and, and Sterling, Sterling, Sterling is the one who who bullies and degrades people and doesn't doesn't even do anything. No, I win money every week. What are you talking about? I have literally not had a bad week since the middle of November. How many weeks is that? Fourteen now? Is that fourteen weeks of without ever paying the bookie or being in the? I've never seen any. How about proof, you? Though? You've seen the proof. I show you the proof haven't. whenever you ask. No, Stephen, have I? Se- have we seen anything? Yes, in the I show the proof lately. Yeah, we just. We, I haven't seen anything posted in the group chat. No, I text my. I haven't seen time. anything from you in a long time. Sterling. Okay, but they, this, this, I know this. I know you did well in the Super Bowl. I know you did well for the Super Bowl. This is projecting. This is for everybody listening. This is projecting because they don't want me to just be able to turn it on Benny, especially because he knows he's lost thousands of dollars. Meanwhile, I'm no, no, I have not. No, no, that that is not the case. Pocket change. That is not the case. Pocket change. No, no, no. I have not that much. That number. That's not true. It's not thousands with a plural. It's just thousand. Couple of thousand. Not even that. Uh huh. Okay. But I. Where it is down. Better? It is down. I will not lie. It is. Man's, <laughs> man's deep in the red. It's red. okay. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and if Benny wants to do that calculations, he can. If not, we're gonna just talk some basketball. I'll be right back. You know, Coors Light still hasn't sponsored this podcast, and I'm kind of offended. Uh, I've been drinking way too much of their beer lately, so I'm gonna actually pitch a new product. Product that I drink before I sleep. Drink when I wake up, drink during the day, that is not beer. It's water. And some might say Coors Light's water. It's not water. Coors Light is a is a fine, fine beer. The water I'm going to bring to you, hopefully get a sponsorship from because I spend an arm and a leg on their product as well, Fiji water. It's from the springs, baby. Come on, Fiji. 
Do what Coors Light hasn't done. Sponsor me. Please. What can you lose? Come on, VG. Drink Fiji water. It's delicious. Don't drink tap water unless you live in a place where you like your tap water. I don't like my tap water. I have a very low carbon footprint. I barely ever drive. That's how I can rationalize drinking plastic bottles. But listen, do you. I do me. Take take short showers, you know, uh, things of that nature. I don't know. I have a small carbon footprint, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to judge anybody. Drink Fiji water. Fiji! Okay, we are back. Benny has, uh, Benny has, you know, decided not to do the addition subtraction game. He- uh brought it up but he had a good he congratulations on the wins benny uh now i cannot wait to see you squander it that'll even be better celebrations for me um let's talk basketball real quick we had a debate in our group chat about the utah jazz and their ability to potentially compete in the west they're 24 and 5 they're two games up in the in the uh for the one seed over the lakers three and a half over the clippers and then there's a then five and a half for the blazers so that's the that's the the hierarchy of the west right lakers clippers jazz no, no other team can really make a, uh, make a case for the one seed, right? We'd agree on that. Yes. Um, so here's my thing, okay? I don't think the Jazz are actually that good. I think their record is fraudulent for, for the team that they actually have. It's the same team as last year, pretty much. I don't know. I can't really find a real impact guy that wasn't on the team last year. So oh, I was Bojan was on the team last year, right? Yeah, Bojan. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was. Just wanted to make sure. Um, this team, I think's peak is the second round. And they have a really good shot at the one seed because the Lakers are without AD until for the next couple of weeks, it looks like. Uh, the Clippers, I actually don't know if the Clippers are good or bad. Every every other game, it seems like they, they're good and then they stink and it just, it's really sporadic with them. So I think the Jazz actually have a good shot at the one seed. But here's the thing. I think that the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, maybe the Suns, and maybe the Blazers all could beat, all can beat the Jazz in a seven-game series. My reasoning is this: I don't think Gobert has changed from what he is in the past few playoff series. And we've done these discussions before. We've done these with Giannis. Giannis, two-time back-to-back MVP award winner, won the Defensive Player of the Year last year. And then he's basically useless in a playoff series because teams know how the Bucks play, which is basically 5v1 against Giannis. You give him the ball, he either scores it or he doesn't. And that's really that's their game plan with the Bucks. Maybe they'll change it this year. But with the Jazz, people know how to play the Jazz in the playoffs. And what that is is you extend Gobert, bring him out to the three-point line, switch him up on a guard, and he's he's awful. And he is the probably the best rim protector in the league. But what teams do is they just stretch him out and they switch him up on onto faster, smaller people, and he can't guard them. He is a terrible perimeter defender. They have no solution for that, and it's going to happen again, in my opinion. The Jazz have been phenomenal this year, right? There's no, there's no doubt about it. You watch their games; uh, they can be down. They're, they're one of the probably the best second half team. Donovan Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell and. Mike Conley are both all-star caliber guards. They probably won't both make it because the West has a lot of all-star caliber guards in it. And uh, they'll probably get over. One of them will get overlooked because it's Utah, but Donovan Mitchell has to, I think he, I think he's going to be the one who makes it. And also, you know, sidebar here, Mike Conley, never making an all-star team. He really wants to make it. People, people might give him the career achievement award. It's better if he never makes an all-star game, he'll be remembered for that forever. You know, Mike Conley Jr. never made an all-star game. People remember that because he's been such a, he's been an all-star caliber guard for eight, nine years of his career, right? 
that's a better thing to be remembered for. Yeah, imagine this. Imagine if uh, Memphis was in the East. Yeah, he would have made he would have made four or five probably three. Four, exactly. Five. Uh, it's better to be remembered for never making one than to just make one and then be forgotten in history. Because let's be real, Mike Conley is going to be forgotten in basketball history, right? Oh, absolutely. So, be better. It's a better. But you know, the thing that I remember most about Mike Conley is is him Ohio and uh, Greg Oden at Ohio State. Exactly. Yeah. That was the second time in my life where I won money betting on sports. I don't remember how old I was. I think it was 2007. Uh-huh. I, I had a, I did a, my, my parents fronted me this, but I did a hundred dollar uh-huh. March Madness bracket with like 50 or 75 people. And I won it because I picked the final Ohio State, Florida. And I, I sealed it up there. I picked Ohio State to win it all, but Florida obviously won. I was pretty devastated, but I Speaking won. Speaking of Florida, the- another guy that I remember more in college than in the NBA, Joe Kim Noah at Florida. I remember him more in the NBA. He's a defensive player of the really? world winner. He, he won defensive player of the year. Yo, let's really talk. Good. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the, that Florida team really quick. I know this is a oh, side no. side note, but Joe Holmes Kim Noah, Jackson. yeah, Joe Kim Noah, Al Horford, uh, Corey Brewer, and was Chandler Parsons on that team too? No, that was that was way past. That, that. was later. Later. That was okay. a lot lot later. Um, okay. Still three three NBA guys. I mean, that's like. While we're bouncing around real quick, college basketball is probably the worst thing of all time right now. Oh, the it's bad right now. Absolute hey, garbage. The G League is about to be um, the next move, right? Because think about instead of going to college for one year, what, what are they paying guys in the G League? Like $30,000? I don't know what they're paying them, but they're actually paying them. And here's the exactly. other thing. Coach K has not prepared his men for, for the NBA for a long time. You have Zion out here. Cannot guard anything. Is terrible at switching defense. Uh he he's been saying we didn't learn this in college. Wendell Carter said this. Uh-huh. Uh, that, like they they don't play That's NBA funny. basketball in college. They don't play that style. Oh of basketball. no, they don't. It, so, it's about it's about recruiting. Role. It's yeah. all about recruiting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're so good. Play. They're so much better than everyone else. So they don't have to play defense. Exactly. exactly. It's, it's all so, about recruiting. That's it. I cannot wait for the NCAA, especially basketball, to go down in flames because it is hey. a terrible product every year. We like yeah. March Madness. That's it. The regular season hey. games are terrible. I will say this. I will say this. Even when uh, Calipari um, hasn't had good teams, he's had good players come out of those teams at Kentucky. I think that, and that might be because he did coach in the NBA for a little while. So maybe it's, he's a little more, he's a little better. Because uh, I mean, Kentucky, dude, they way better at preparing guys for the NBA than Duke. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's close, I think. There are some great Duke guys. There's great Kentucky guys. But I mean, I think that the, the general thing is that Coach K, there's all these players that are saying, I've never, uh, I've never had to switch on defense before. Like they, they literally don't know how to play NBA defense. And it's, yeah. it's because of the system they use. I'm happy that all these old, old, like the old guard of coaches in, in college basketball are sucking this year. It's awesome to see because they're really overrated. Like I think they're great at recruiting. They don't really do much though. It's just, it's all about just getting the best guys. Shout out Gonzaga, new, new blue Our blood few. program, Our new few. blue blood program. They need to win the the title this year and then they're they're officially joining the blue bug blue bloods in my mind yeah they should join a big conference too but uh here's so, let's let's talk nba i cannot stand the only thing i hate more than college uh, college football yeah. college basketball all uh, right can i say something about the jazz first yeah let, let's Let's talk see. about the jazz yeah okay so the what's jazz, their peak what's their peak um, second round <laughs> uh western conference finals against the lakers okay and then probably losing to the lakers um i think that yeah, obviously they're playing good right now. Um, I think that – and you said you made a good point. It's the same team as last year. Same team as last year. But I'm looking at their stats. They – and you talked about how Rudy Gobert, you know, obviously he's not shooting any threes. He sucks at that. But 
Um, I mean, he is averaging a double double. Um, so I, I, we had this argument the other night and the only point I was making is it's, it's better to have Rudy Gobert than to not have him, you know? Um, but, um, I'm looking at their three point, uh, shooting percentages. They have like six, six guys that are hover, hovering right around 40%. So they have, uh, for example, we, I Royce O'Neal, 42%. He's been playing a lot. Joe Ingles is 45%. Um, Donovan Mitchell, obviously 39 Mike Conley's actually shooting 41%. He's gotten a lot better at that. Um, that wasn't something he was doing early in his career. Um, and then Jordan Clarkson's at 38%. Bojan Bogdanovic is at 38%. He could, he could probably be better. So they got, they got a lot of guys that um, can stroke it. And obviously Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley can uh, create. And Jordan Clarkson, too. Jordan Clarkson can create. So, I mean, it's kind of like it, it's the depth thing. Like, uh, maybe, yeah, but in the playoffs, you're going to drop down to seven, eight-man rotations. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. And, and so the, the, that's what I was saying the other night is, like, uh, we both agree that the, if they play the Lakers, they're going to beat them. I don't, I don't think that it's a lock that the, the Clippers beat them in the series um, or the Nuggets. I think, that, I think they beat the Nuggets in a series uh, for sure. Um, but the Clippers, that's, that'd be a really good series. And I think they lose the Lakers, uh, in a series for sure. I like the Nuggets a little more because I like, uh, I think Jokic is a top three guy right now in the NBA. I actually, if yeah. you're my top three players is LeBron and beat Jokic. So, but right I mean, now. I mean, I mean, go, go bear could, could it hasn't worked in the past. Could guard, it hasn't guard worked Jokic. It hasn't worked. I mean, well you can't stop, you can't stop him. You can't stop him, but could go bear give him a good look yeah jokic is like a more a more skilled dirk like legitimately now he doesn't score actually scores around as much as dirk scored, i love he, watching jokic he's play, a more honestly. skilled dirk and he's a better so finesse where would you rank him as a one of the a top three or four passer in the league yeah what, what does he got he's averaging like 11 assists right now or something some crazy i don't know 10? if it's that high i it was some it was that high i don't know if it still is uh, let me bring him up um yeah, he's averaging. Yeah, he's uh, eight, eight and a half, eight and a half. Oh, eight and a half. Okay. But um, no, he's averaging twenty-seven points, eleven rebounds, eight and a half assists. I love, I like yeah. Jokic a lot. I think that would be a fun series. I mean, they played it last year, won seven games, and it was a great series. So I would like to see it again. Um, okay, so uh, let me ask you this real quick, real yeah. quick. So I think now that Anthony Davis went out, LeBron uh, has the the lane to win the MVP. But say, say Jokic, yeah, he did, he, yeah, had it before, but um, say Jokic averages a triple double and the Nuggets get the four seed in the West. Uh, if that happens, do you think if he... the Lakers, if the Lakers are a higher seed, that's still going to go to Le- the narrative set? LeBron should have, LeBron should have six or seven MVPs, if not more. And he has four, yeah. I think. Uh, this is the year they're going to give it to him, even though statistically it's probably his. It's not close to one of his best years, Hello. but he's shooting amazing. Hello. I uh, Sterling. Okay, before my audio disconnected, you, we were talking about LeBron MVP and if Jokic can win it, if uh, if he finishes with a crazy stat line like a triple double and they're higher than than the Lakers in the conference or close to them, I don't think it's gonna happen. I like I don't like dealing with hypotheticals in that regard because I don't think Jokic ha- will end up with those numbers. Uh, if he does, maybe he steals it from LeBron, but. The narrative's been set. LeBron is, LeBron is, uh, he should have seven or eight MVPs. I don't know if you guys heard that when I first said it, but that might've been when I cut out. Um, This year, his stats are a little down compared to the other years, but it seems like the media machine is working for him. And he has been. They tried last year. 
he should have won it last year. And I'm adamant about that. Giannis, uh, Giannis does not deserve MVPs until he has postseason. I know it's a regular season reward, but they should not reward uh, sublime play in the playoffs because of what, like, I don't know. It's, it's more than just a regular season award to me. Like it, it actually has to be a full body of work. And I know that people will define it in different ways and whatnot. I don't really care about all that. I have my own record book that I like to keep LeBron in my record book has eight MVPs. Now, he should have at least he he will get his fifth when he gets five it'll put him in a lore with jordan with uh with uh a uh, cream and i think bill russell i think that's the only people with five and that is where he deserves to be i mean realistically right like he's with that group he's probably the best of that group in my opinion and he's he's very worthy of winning the mvp this year it's not like he isn't he's always in the conversation every year and he um I think he will. I think he will win it regardless. But yes, Benny, to answer your question, if Jokic puts up out of this world numbers, maybe there's an argument. Uh-huh. There's an argument with Embiid right now, right? Embiid's Embiid's falling out. There's but a good argument for Steph Curry right now. The team's team's too low in the standings. They might yeah. sound like the playoffs. They could be a low yeah, seed. Th- there's been except for Westbrook winning when he had the triple double season, which he shouldn't have won it for. Uh, it has always gone to somebody that's a uh, top four seed. I think every single MVP in like in the NBA history has gone to a guy in the top four seed, except for that Westbrook one. I New might precedent. be wrong there, but it's close. His, his advanced analytics numbers are the same as it was when he, uh, when he won unanimous MVP. So. LeBron. No, no, no. Curry right now. Oh yeah. He's, he, I mean, he's been balling out. There's no doubt about it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on Steph. I just, I think if he's the eight, seven, six seed and he has those numbers and LeBron is the two, one, yeah. two, one, two, or three seed and he has those numbers. Well, I just LeBron. picked, I, I picked him in the preseason podcast and I'm just going to, I'm going to ride that one out. Well, I picked Luca and Luca is uh, currently at the 10 seed. He's been playing amazing, but the team stinks. And I did not, Yeah, that team stinky. I didn't, I, we yeah. get, let's talk, let's move. Let's talk about that real quick. They use Chris Tapps in probably the dumbest way possible. He is seven foot three. Play him on the inside. It's because he's soft, bro. Well, he's a soft Eastern Chris Stops is soft. When you Christoph, soft. <laughs> all these all these seven footers that play. If Montrez Harrell could shoot like Chris Stops, that would be a problem. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's real <laughs> constructive. That really moves the conversation forward. Yes, if if Montrez Harrell could uh, shoot like Porzingis, he yes, would be. Uh, if I was as tall player. as Porzingis and I could shoot like him, I'm no, he doesn't even NBA. have to be as tall as him. At this point, Kristaps' height, uh, is his what seven foot three is is almost irrelevant because, okay, maybe it helps him get rebounds, but is he a guy that's going to chase down boards and and do any dirty work down low? No, he's a softy. Well, he could have been a unicorn. But just a regular old horse. Now he's yep, exactly. Now he's just a steed. Now he's just a steed. Yeah. I um a few more points here. Luca, I love Luca. He's gonna win the MVP in the future. He is literally still one of the best players I've ever watched in my life. Um you look at the West though, okay. Before we move to the East for, briefly, the West has 12 teams that could actually compete for that playing game and make the playoffs. Uh there's a hierarchy, I think, where it is the Lakers, then Clippers. And then you, that's, it's Lakers one, Clippers two. And then I think there's a jumble of teams where it's the Jazz, the Nuggets, uh, maybe the Blazers, because the Blazers have been there quite a bit. 
You know who else has been looking good? Huh? You know who else has been looking good, but showed me who they really are? The Suns. The Suns were looking oh, the, good, the and Sun, they blew yeah, I'm, I'm, that lead to the Nets. I'm putting them, I'm putting them a tier below because they've never been there before. Um, okay. Uh, okay, they've never so, been. I mean, Chris Paul. Chris yeah, Paul yeah. is one of the most disrespected stars of all six, time. Six seed, five seed for that. Yeah, I think they're they're in the five seed right now. But yeah, and okay. Chris Paul yeah, is five, probably six. one of the most disrespected superstars of all time because he is one of the players you can put oh, them yeah. on any roster and they're going to win games. They get better. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's proved that time and time again. Everywhere. And he's he's been great for Booker, even though Booker's numbers are down, and he's great for eight, and he's great for Bridget. Uh, uh, what's it, Bridges? Yeah, Bridges. Yeah. Um, I like him. I like I like Chris Paul. He's gonna make the All Star team, and uh, he's gonna take one of those guard spots. Maybe not deserving, but I, I think he deserves it, uh, personally. So there is that hierarchy, and then at the bottom though, you have you have the Nuggets who are a lot better than their record. The Spurs, surprising. I do not think the Spurs actually really want to win this year, but Popovich is Popovich. Warriors, who is getting carried by Curry, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Kings, Pelicans. And uh, the Pelicans are a disappointment this year. There's no doubt. The Pelicans and Mavs are huge disappointments. Uh, hey, I know. They should be better. Yeah, the, the Pelicans are wildly Zion needs to play defense. Yeah, they um, – I feel like they're one of those teams that they can randomly, like, blow somebody out. Like, actually, maybe a good team, you know, but um, – they can also lose by 40 points, but um, <laughs> what easily, yeah. What, what I was thinking about the Warriors was they, they haven't had a, they haven't had a center in the last couple of weeks. They've, they've been playing without us, without a center for the last couple of weeks. And I know Wiseman's a rookie, but I mean, it depends on what seed they get. They could, they could, they could push a series to, you know, a game six or game seven, you know, extend a series. I think if they um, get the right matchup, maybe the Clippers or something or the Jazz, I could see them uh, Nuggets, maybe, you know, going to seven games. I actually think they're, they're overperforming. Which team? Sorry. The Warriors. I was saying. That, oh, they are. They are. Yeah. Yeah. They're overperforming, but they haven't had a center for the last couple of weeks. Like. If they get Wiseman back and he he uh, starts to click somehow, then I'm saying they could be a team that upsets in the first round. Yeah, no, I I mean definitely. Um, you got Curry. Curry's proven. I mean, exactly. I, I I'm a Curry hater, right? I think that uh, he reminds me a lot of Mahomes and how I how I just will refuse their greatness because I don't like them. Uh, just because I'm I'm a fan of LeBron, I'm a fan of Brady, and people want these people to come as the next greatest. Curry has proved time and time again that he is, you know, the best point guard ever. If not the best, he's the second best after Magic, right? There, if anybody wants to debate that he's not a he's top, at least the best shooter of all time. No, it's not close either. Um, um, so basically, what I'm saying is that. If, if they win a series, if they upset the Clippers in the first round, I would not be surprised. The only team I don't think they'll upset is the Lakers or have a chance to upset is the Lakers. That's the only team. I think Curry could absolutely go berserk and score 40, 42, or 40, 45, 50 points two or three games. And if you do that two or three games, you only need one or two more games to win the series, right? So I would not be surprised. I think the West is wide open, I think, but I do think the Lakers are easily the favorite. And the only concerning part is if uh, – AD is actually seriously hurt. 
and they should rest him until the playoffs or until he's 100% because they rushed yeah. him back for no reason this uh, after that injury. And uh, it, I don't know why. They don't need him right now. Don't they, pull they, a KD. Yes, they, exactly. It started with the straightened calf with calf KD strength. too. Yep. So don't pull a KD, send him out as much as possible. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, okay, East, real quick. Um, East, real quick. The East has three good teams. <sighs> three good teams. <laughs> so inconsistent. Sixers, Nets, Bucks. Sixers, Nets, Bucks. Um, we don't really need to talk about the rest. I, 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 let's start with the rest, real quick. Uh, Celtics, huge disappointment. Yep. You know, I hated so much on the Gordon Hayward signing to the Hornets. I also made fun of the Terry Rozier signing to the Hornets a couple years ago. They're uh, going off. Terry Rozier is better than Kemba Walker. <laughs> should have kept him instead of taking Kemba. They shouldn't have been, you know, it's like a direct trade. Terry Rozier is actually better than Kemba Walker. And Gordon Hayward's having a career year. I don't know if less Gordon expensive Hayward, too. Yeah, well, less expensive. I don't know if Gordon Hayward would be doing this in Boston. I think he wanted out because he was sick of being the fourth option, the third or fourth option, but he's been great. Um, He's been great, but Boston has been terrible. They're 14 and 14. It feels like when you watch them play, they, they really don't move around. Well, they're basically doing, I don't know how to describe this, but the bubble carried over every possession for the South. There's not good ball movement. The players don't mesh well. Every possession, it seems like, Hey, Jalen, it's your turn to shoot. Here you go. Jason, it's your turn to shoot. Here you go. Kimba. Your, your turn. Here you go. It's very, very chunky, bad basketball, and they're mediocre. They need to make a move, and if they do, uh, maybe we'll see them in the back. Maybe we'll see them actually competing. The Knicks, surprise of the NBA, 14 and 16. Julius yeah, Randle balling out. Um, What's his name? Emmanuel Quickly. Boy, yeah. he's a good player. I'm going to be honest. I have not watched, I've not watched many. Uh... No, he's super good. He should have won good. the rookie of the month over ball. How's Frankie Smokes been playing? Not Who's good. That? Frank Nicotina. Oh, oh <laughs> Frankie Smokes. As good as good as he is able to play. <laughs> okay, that's enough Knicks talk. Julius Randle. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Does anybody know where Emmanuel quickly went to school? I, I, I think I have a guess. Yeah, he went to yeah Kentucky. Yep. I just saw him in a Kentucky jersey. That's the only reason I knew that. I know. Oh, okay. Kentucky. Yeah. No, that, that's a that's a fine for them. I don't know when he was drafted, um, but. He's in balling for them. But okay, the East, stinky. So stinky. Stinky doo-doo. Think about, okay, I'd say the the West has two cellar dwellers in the T-Wolves and the Thunder. But the East, the East has the Pistons, the Cavs, the Wizards, the Magic. They well, have four cellar dwellers. Also, before you say before you say that, I'm gonna I want to give you the, these stats. Okay, here is the Eastern Conference, even the good teams record against teams that are 500 or above. I just retweeted this. The Sixers are five and seven. They're the one seed in the Ew. East right now. The yeah. the Nets, ten and three. That's impressive. Okay. The the Bucks four and six. The Pacers four and seven. Boston six and eight. New York six and seven. Goodbye, New York, by the way. Toronto four and nine. Uh, Charlotte three and eight. And it just it gets I, Miami one and eleven. Wow, Orlando zero oh and nine. And you get it's like it's just as bad. It's it's insane. So yeah, uh, this is a terrible conference. They should actually probably do away with conferences at this point because uh, the East, yeah. the East out of the first three teams suck. Or 
could they could they possibly realign like geographically any better? No, not really. And there's going to be expand. There's going to be two expansion teams. One of them's going to be Seattle. The other is probably going to be Las Vegas or uh, I don't know where else they were talking. But they'll move two teams to the east. Those two teams will probably be Minnesota, and the other would either be or the other would probably be the Pelicans, right? Yeah, because already those teams are already geographically doesn't make sense. Or the Grizzlies, be the Pelicans or the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, yeah, Grizzlies. Are so I don't know exactly the, the Pelicans ge- probably I don't geographically know. it actually works. Like I mean, it's really it's really yeah if done they, well. I if think they put really two well. expansion teams. You're saying in the West? Yeah, they'll be put them in the West and move two to the East. Yeah. Um. Um. Dang. Uh. Who? Okay. So here, here's what I think uh, off that stat you just said. So the Nets, 10, 10 and three against uh, basically good teams. I don't remember exactly what the criteria was, but um, so watching that game the other night against the Suns uh, when they only had James Harden, uh, I know that they lack um, a rim projector, um, but watching their bench, dude, they were playing some good defense. And they were they were scoring and when Harden wasn't on the floor. And I think that obviously with those three stars, as that team gets uh, more time to mesh, you know, they, they've been really good in the fourth quarter um, of games. Well, here, real quick, here's the yeah. case for the Nets, right? We all think the Nets are going to win the East, right? Or, yeah, or the Bucks. I, I think the Bucks. I, I like the Bucks better than the 76ers still. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's – I well – with the caveat, we all think the Nets are going to win. We also think they're going to win. Uh, they're also going to get a player, right? A buyout player, like Andre yeah, like, Drummond. Yeah, Drummond would be actually big. Because their current that would team be huge. If they got cur- Andre Drummond, oh my gosh. Well, their current team isn't beating the Sixers. Like they're not. They're they, In the seven game series now. You got here. Here's here's the argument against them. They're going to add Drummond, I think. But if they don't add Drummond, and this is who they roll with, Embiid's scoring forty five a night, and then Ben Simmons is locking down KD. And so you're going to have locking down as good as you can, by the way, I'm not saying it's possible to like, yeah, he'll still probably put up 25. Yeah. But it's going to be a harder 25 to get. And the thing is this Nets team is this Nets team is good. Like Benny, you're right. That game was, the game was great. James Harden is, is unbelievable. And I think people forget people like disrespect how great he was in Houston because it ended really badly, but James Harden is incredible. Kyrie is incredible. KD is incredible. Obviously we don't need to, don't need to preach about that more, but uh, their problem is, is they cannot guard anything. They cannot rebound at all. And they, they really don't play defense. So they're just hoping they outscore you, which is the name of the game, I guess, but it's really hard to be confident that you're going to be able to rain down threes every game. The argument for them winning a final, winning the championship is, Here's what you can be confident in. You can be confident you're going to get one KD game where he's going to just go berserk, right? You're going to get one Harden game where he's just going to go berserk. You're probably going to get one Kyrie game where he's going to go berserk. If you win those three games, all you need is one more that goes your way, right? And uh, I don't know if that happens. If they add a big man, if they add Drummond, which is who everybody's speculating right now, yeah, I mean, does that change much? I think that helps them a lot. It oh, gives you an absolutely. anchor on the inside. Yeah, they shouldn't they, have they traded can, Jared Allen. They can have somebody. To, oh yeah, yeah. That that was a that was a big. I mean, but you have to. Should like, have thrown in another pick. <laughs> what is it at this point? Yeah, if they if they could have kept Jared Allen, I don't know if that was possible. But yeah, I mean, obviously he's a he's a good uh, athletic big um, that they could use right now. But um, no, if they did get Andre Drummond, 
oh obvious favorites in in the East because I mean they can uh, he can body up Embiid uh, give give him a little uh, interior defense when uh, facing Giannis you know and yeah I I also I mean nobody else really there's nobody else to worry about they need a big man or else they're not winning the finals. That's, oh that's yeah, all it is. So yeah, and they, and they, they won't yeah, beat the Lakers exactly with this team. The uh, Lakers would. Bucks. The Bucks problem is this. Well, actually, you know what? I listened to them stealing this from a podcast real quick, but I there was a yeah. Bucks Nets game recently, and at the last two or three minutes, it ended up being three on three basketball. It was Kyrie, Harden, KD versus Giannis, Middleton, and uh, and Holiday. And what happened? The 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 Nets, the, the Nets won. Yeah. Right. Because the Nets best three, if they're going to play that brand of basketball and the, and the Bucks are going to do the same and teams are going to mimic this because they have to, I guess, in some way, because you can't, people are taking away Giannis in some, in some regard, you need these other guys to hit the Nets have the best three. And that's, that's your argument. That's your case for why they are going to win the East. The only team I actually see beating them or giving them a problem is the 76ers. Like I said, cause Ben Simmons is um, Ben Simmons is actually probably the best defender in the NBA. Right. I think Kawhi's taken a step back. I think he's Kawhi's aged a lot in the last two years. It seems from from Toronto to now, like he is no longer this this lockdown guy like he was. But he's but I think now Ben Simmons uh, has entered in this Kawhi. I just think he's defender argument. I think with uh, Kawhi, he he stepped into the spotlight. You know, obviously with that finals run, and then when he went to the Clippers. He fell back into the shadow of the LeBron and the Lakers. So we don't get, you know, I feel like you say he's aged, but I just think he's talked about less and he's less hyped. I think if you get him in a playoff playoff series, he's, you know, he's still going to be Kawhi. He's played great. I mean, no, I'm not saying he's bad now, or or I'm just saying he doesn't give as much effort on defense anymore. It's apparent. Like he's, he's still balling out. He doesn't. Yeah. And really, he doesn't have to. I guess, I guess we'll see in the playoffs. They're, 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 they're comfortably set up right now. Unless uh, obviously it's early in the season and a lot of like a, they could collapse, but they probably won't. They're they're set up to make the playoffs. And they, obviously they're a team that with the players they have, they expect to make the playoffs and they're just worried about the postseason. You know, I got a question for you though. Do you think the trailblazers would be the one seed in the East if they were in the East? No, I know their record right now, they're 18 and 10. So they'd be half a game back. Yeah. Uh, they're not better than any of those three teams that we were talking about. The Sixers, Nets, yeah. or Bucks. They'd be the fourth best team in that conference. So it's it, you, you say it's uh, six, six teams. The top, uh, top, top three in the East and the top three in the West. That no, okay. Are, Realistically, are what I think, I think there's four teams that can compete for the championship okay. this year. I think that there's a lot of people that... Who, who are your four? My four are the Lakers... Yep. The Nets, the 76ers, and the Clippers. Okay. And yep. I cut off the Jazz because we have to let's pr- prove it, right? Make the Jazz prove I'm wrong. Yeah, let's and see I cut the off the Bucks the because season. the Bucks still do the same thing they've done the last two years, and teams have caught on to it. There's a reason they're 16 and 12 this year and not, you know, what, what did they start last year where they were on pace to have win 65, 68 games or something like that. They're not as good anymore because teams have been, teams have caught up with Giannis. Giannis refuses to shoot deep shots or he doesn't refuse, but he's just really bad at it. And he's never going to get that. He's never going to get that part of his uh, repertoire. It's, he's never going to be a good shooter. His form is awful. We've watched it. We, I think everybody expected him to develop a jump shot. It's just not happening. 
And he should be focusing, he should be practicing post moves and playing in the post more and playing back to the basket instead of facing up. Every time Giannis takes a face-up jump shot, other team wins, even if he makes it. It's the, it's the same track as, uh, you know, when J.R. Smith made a three. The team celebrates when J.R. Smith went, made a three because they know he's going to keep shooting. <laughs> if he gets hot, he gets hot. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Um, Giannis hasn't taken the step forward that everybody thought he would by being able to jump, sh- to being able to take jump shots better. He's terrible at free throws, which uh, is not good because he, he really relies on getting to the line a lot because he gets fouled a lot. Uh-huh. Uh and he just hasn't taken the leap. And as long as they play this brand of basketball where, where he is handling the ball at the three-point line and not playing uh, in the post with its back to the basket and actually developing good post moves that can that you know that work 70% of the time, I just see them having a ceiling. And I think that it's getting it's closing in on him. And I think he made a huge mistake signing that long-term extension. I like it. I'm happy that he did because it's like I'm happy that there's a star like staying in the city, but I don't think it's gonna work out. I think he's gonna. I could see that contract running amok very quickly in the next two to three years and him, him wanting out because I think they've reached their pinnacle last season. I think last season was when they actually had a chance to make the finals. He squandered it. He got hurt in that series and he played bad in the, he's been bad in the playoffs. So that's why I don't have the bucks in there. Steven, you haven't talked much. I'm sorry. Would you do, do you, uh, do you have a different four? Do you have it expanded or what do what you think? No, I kind of agree with what you guys with the, with the top teams and each, I, I think it, it's just how the NBA always is. There's the top three teams in each division. And then there's a steep drop off each time. Someone might upset one of those teams, but those still t- three teams are the best teams. Yeah, it's gonna be hard. Uh, I do like the play-in games, but yeah, so Love it. every time I turn the Celtics game on, though, it is awful. Like it's like they don't even know oh, what they're yeah. doing out there. That loss against the Wizards the other day. Oh my god! Is Brad Stevens on the hot seat? Yeah, I mean he probably should isn't. He should be though. You oh, know he's been the coach there since we were in high school. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he should probably be fired, honestly. And he has, I, and he, has he is on the hot seat. Yeah, he is underperformed a lot comparative to what people expect out of him. Just tr- truthfully, um, you know, his dad is an orthopedic surgeon. So if you ever need a knee uh, a knee replacement, you better let's let's watch how we talk. Let's watch how we talk. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> okay, last thing. Well, is he gonna come smash your kneecaps and make his dad replace him? Ooh, that would hurt. Ooh. Don't do it, please. Don't do it, Brad. Uh, last thing here is my, my last thing I want to say is Draymond Green, like made waves by saying that, you know, so right now the Pistons and the Cavs aren't playing Blake Griffin and aren't playing, um, aren't playing Drummond because they want to find trade partners. Who wants Blake Griffin? You know, the the craziest stat that I heard, uh, I'm sure you've heard it, Steven, and you might've heard it too, Benny, is Blake Griffin hasn't dunked a basketball since 2019. Yes. What the heck, dude? What? His whole career was about dunking. That's like his whole, that was his whole thing. Yes. Uh, He just jacks up threes now. He's really bad. That's crazy. Like what? That ended so quick. And I don't see a resurgence. Like we saw with Derrick Rose, right? Derrick Rose looked like he was finished. and Not that athletic anymore. I feel bad for Derrick Rose getting traded to the Knicks because. That's a good spot for him. But he. Uh, oh, I guess I guess the Knicks are they're looking game. like they're going to make the playoffs. So the rookie yeah. can't play enough. Yeah, they shouldn't trade for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's uh, here's my point with what with what uh Draymond says. I understand the Draymond should have traded for. I understand what what Draymond uh, Draymond was saying about how uh, players, you know, like players when they vocalize that they want out, uh, you know, they 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 get like hated on by the media. But when teams say castrated they want to was what he said. Here's the thing. 
I do you guys, do you guys I, know what castrated is? I do. Balls cut off. Yeah. Balls cut off. <laughs> I haven't I, heard I sure any of those reports. I hope Anthony Davis and uh, and James Harden have not lost their. Uh, I know. Yeah. That would be a shame. That'd be, that'd be a shame. Uh, castrated. But but no, for real. I I get where he's coming from, but he's also he's wrong. He's over the top. He's wrong. You know, he's yeah. wrong. It's like there's no these players sign contracts with these teams. It's a these players teams, league now. Yeah, but these would listen. No, I mean, these players sign contracts with these teams and these teams can do with those contracts as they see fit. If you work for a job and they say, hey, yeah. your job's moving to Boston and you're all, nah, don't want to go. <laughs> gonna be Okay, find a new new place of employment. And these and by the way, it's not like they're sitting. If you get as good as Anthony I'm Davis, glad you, Harden, I'm glad you think this, Sterling. You're right. He is wrong. Yeah. No, I mean, like, these players make hundreds of millions of dollars, and they get their contract traded, and everybody's like, oh, poor, poor Blake Griffin not being able to play. They, if, they, if he gets hurt, they're never going to move that contract. Let's be – come on. Yeah. And by the way, when these players do get – He's ca- still getting paid. When these players – yeah, exactly. When these players get, quote, unquote, castrated for wanting trades, name me a player that didn't get to where they wanted to go. Anthony Davis forced his way out of New Orleans, right? Yep. Got to be where he wanted James to go. Harden James Harden forced his way out, got to where he wanted to go. Um, there's more There's more occurrences of this too. And it's just, I listened to this and it's like, you signed a contract, get a no trade clause in that contract then. Nego- have your agent negotiate that. It's a player's yeah. league. I understand that. But just because these teams are, are saying, hey, we don't want to risk injury for you. We're trying to move you to better places, by the way. They... That's lost in all this. Blake Griffin is playing on a let's look Blake uh, let's look Pistons record. I think they have the worst record in the NBA, right? Yeah, man, that, that, it's all that up from there. Is, that is BS, honestly. Like here's the they're thing. eight, they're eight and twenty, and and Andre Drummond's on a ten and nineteen Cavs team. Wherever they get moved is better, be better than where situation. they're at now. Yeah, and because they're both looking to be moved to contenders. I don't know what Draymond was trying to say. Here's the thing. Want to know? Want to know something about Draymond? I think he's a little upset right now because Draymond Green is currently averaging, uh, let's see, what's his what's his number? Four points. Five points per game, shooting eighteen percent from three. Wow. Um, yeah, you know, maybe maybe they should. The man cannot get the ball in the basket. <laughs> maybe they should hold him out and get him on a on a on a bad team. Get it, trade him for somebody that wants to be on a contender. No, I it just I can't believe this. We 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 do this. We we want to like baby these players. I think that these NBA players should make a lot more money than they make for what they do for their economies and their cities, especially LeBron. LeBron should be making a hundred million a year, but to hear them, to hear them complain, like they're not getting paid, they're getting $500,000 a week, not having to do anything for their job. It's a dream. I would love to be in Andre Drummond's position. I'm leaving Cleveland and I'm making millions of dollars. Sign me up. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that. <laughs> like Blake Griffin. I don't have to play in Detroit anymore. And I'm going to make millions of dollars. Please yeah. send, me, send me back to LA. Yeah. So here's the thing. It, um, oh, also Paul George forced his way out and got onto the Clippers yeah. and Russ yeah. Westbrook forced his way out and got onto Houston. So that's two more examples. By yeah. The way. So I got um, to give them for this. No, here's the thing. If, if these teams go, if the Cavaliers go to Andre Drummond and they say, Hey man, we're looking to trade you. Um, oh yeah, it was it was on uh, on TNT. I was listening to Shaq, uh, Dwayne Wade, and Adam Lefko was the host or whatever. Anyways, um, D Wade and Shaq agreed with Draymond, and yeah. but their point was that these teams don't tell players when they're going to trade them. The here's the thing: if the Cavs say, "Hey man, Andre, we're getting ready to deal you," 
That's why you're not going to play. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Andre Drummond signed a five-year, $127 million extension. Five, this is He's an unrestricted this, free agent after this season. He's making $28 million this year. He's going to move from a team that's 10 and 19 to a team that's probably vying for the championship because he's probably actually going to get bought out. He probably won't get traded. And he gets bought out, he gets to pick where he goes. And he still makes that money plus more contract. I don't want to hear it. I just can't, I can't believe that. The, wait, what like, happens if he gets bought out though? Um, he's free to go wherever he wants. And then he signs. Oh, so contract. you're saying you're saying he gets traded somewhere, bought out there. No, 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 no. I'm saying the Cavs probably won't find a trade partner for him because his contract is too big and you have to match salaries up to a certain extent. Uh-huh. So they're probably yeah. going to say, hey, we're going to give you 15 or $10 million. You're going to sign like we're buying your contract out for yeah. X amount of money. He's going to go sign somewhere else for a one year, $5 million deal or something. Yeah. Or they'll use their. What, their but then what do the Cavs get out of that? Nothing. They get nothing, but that's because that's hard to match that salary. He's making almost thirty million a year. But yeah. my, my there's, point, there's some, there's some bad deals out there still. Maybe that can. Well, you you have to look at these teams. Some there's only like four or five teams that would trade for him, right? Because who's gonna? Or I mean, a team that wants an expiring. But I, I don't know where he's gonna go. I don't know where Blake Griffin's gonna go. But all I'm saying is that we we baby these athletes sometimes, and it's like they're making so much money, and they signed this contract. If you were, yeah, that was a bad take by Draymond. If you're an elite player, you negotiate a no trade clause into your contract, right? You negotiate that in there if you don't want to be moved. Blake Griffin uh, was that level of player when he when he signed that contract with the Clippers. His agent derelicted his duty by not getting that in his contract, and that was that was why Blake Griffin was moved like six months into that deal. Now that's shady. That sucks. I don't like that, but. It's not like they're trading him and then ripping the contract up and saying, hey, you're forced to move, live in Detroit and you know sign a new contract there. $30 million is $30 million, folks. You can give me $30 million. You know where I would live? Bulgaria. Uh-huh. A lot less than $30 million. I go to Bulgaria. I live in Siberia for uh, – how much would you How much would you have to get paid to live in Siberia for, for five years? Like for per five year? years? Oh, yeah, per year. 200 oh, grand? Like 200,000? 200, I'd be, yeah, be I'd live in Siberia for five years, 200 grand a year. Yeah, two hundred grand. They make it seem like these people uh, are like they, they make okay, it seem give me, like. Give me half a mil and I'll move to Siberia. Half a million, I'll, yeah, I'll move to Siberia. Yeah, yeah definitely. They make no, it I seem probably, like these people I, yeah, are going into going into the shithole of civilization by by getting traded from uh, from LA to Detroit. Now, listen, I wouldn't want to live in Detroit, but if I made 30, 30 million, I would. I'd say sign me up. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to Detroit. Man, honestly, I don't care what city I play play in, in the United States. You know what? Go, go play in whatever city you're in and live in LA in the off season. Exactly. Like, Exactly. So you know, I just wanted to say this because I see a whole bunch of people. We treat these athletes like they're babies. These these are these are growing men who are making millions of dollars, and it sucks that they get moved yeah. sometimes. But let's be real here. It's like it's Bro. not like get better, get better, and control where you get moved. That it's it's free market capitalism, which is what the league is based yeah. around. And guess, heard- guess who won't get moved? Guess who won't get moved or anything for for being or won't get benched and want to be moved? LeBron they ain't moving him. Davis, uh-huh. Katie, Steph, they're not going to get told where they're going. They choose where they're going. Sorry, yeah. Drummond and Blake Griffin just aren't at this level anymore. Apologies. Hey, a guy that I haven't heard a lot about lately that there was tons of trade talks about. Do we think Bradley Beal is going to go anywhere? Uh, I think know, he's stuck there. He's keeping the team alive for at least entertainment value. Here's the thing. The Wizards mm-hmm. are in the playoff picture. Yeah, they, 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 they are. Because the East is so bad that they are – solidly in the playoff picture they're mm-hmm. three games back two games back from the 10 seed 
So he should be moved, but he's been, I don't feel bad for him anymore either. The way he's, the way he's like, I want to be here. Okay. If you want to be there, congratulations. Now I, Washington DC is awesome place, right? Like very, very nice area. If he can, maybe he wants to get in politics. Who knows? Maybe that's his goal. Become a, become a lobbyist. I don't know. Uh, Mm -hmm. But if he, if he wants to win, he should have requested a trade because he could have got moved. Washington lobbyists. They should change the name. They should. But there was some there was some magic tonight by the Wizards. Washington Gators. <laughs> but okay. All I'm saying is this. The uh, Swamp Gators. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm muted. Sterling Space. Uh he just got muted. Uh here's here's my 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 point though. My final point is Draymond You can't Draymond, silence me. Draymond should uh should understand he knows what he's saying. Draymond's a smart guy, and he is one of the guys that can Bro, not anymore. It, it was a he was causing a scene. Yeah, and he's gonna be he's gonna be a, a media guy after basketball, right? He's just like Charles Barkley, except a lot worse at basketball than he is. Right. Like he is gonna be a media guy, you're right. Yeah, him and McCollum are both amazing when they when they like the way that they uh the way that they are able to be on TV right now. Like I've seen McCollum on ESPN before. He's great. He's, he's a natural. I've seen Draymond on TNT. He's a natural. And it's the same with like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is a natural when he, uh, yeah. on media. I think they all majored in, in I communications or sports did. journalism. So yeah, he's in a, he's in a, you know, transition over to that when his career is over really nicely. But anyways, I think what he said was stupid. I think that we should not baby these athletes and act like they're you know, sacrificing so much to move a city and still make millions of dollars. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna stop babying them. It's just going to keep going because that's just how we are now. So, okay, folks, good podcast. Uh, I'll do the intro about where I'll just announce that we're only Wednesdays. Oh, people are going to be mad. Question quick, quick, um, suitor for Andre Drummond. Tell me if you like this. Um, the Mavericks. No. Why not? Uh, I don't think the con. Oh, first of all, contracts don't work. Second of all, oh, what uh, do you mean? They could get rid of a guy like uh, Hardaway and, and maybe well, Powell or something. I don't know. They got guys- I would rather have Tim Hardaway than Drummond on that team. Okay. Uh, definitely. I oh, think Jam- the- James Johnson has a big uh, cap number. Well, he's their fighter. Well, you know, James Drummond can be like their a- fighter. Well, you know, James Johnson is like a legitimately like a trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Tim Hardaway. Yeah. I would not move Hardaway for that. I actually like Hardaway. Uh, James Johnson. Yeah, sure. Well, you need to give picks up then. Cause they're yeah, trading, they're sure. giving you Drummond's expiring. You're giving them Johnson's expiring. You're going to have to give them picks. I don't think adding, uh, Drummond to that team helps them. Like, I don't think it, it really gives them. They're bad. Yeah, They're already bad. They're bad because of Chris Stapps. Like he needs to be better and Luca needs to shoot a little better. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I, the big, their, their big problem was they let Seth walk. They should have retained Seth Curry uh, and, and held on to him because I think he was, he was the glue guy last year where he would, he can hit threes off the bench, like, uh, like his brother and points. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. We'll see where they go. I actually think Drummond's going to end up in, in the nets. I think it's inevitable. So if you think the nets are going to win the finals, you might as well bet them now because their, their odds are going to change if he signs there. Take that risk. That's what I would say. I think the Lakers win regardless, but if you think the Nets adding 
Drummond puts them over the top, you might as well bet their number now because it will move. So, okay, folks. Thank you. We'll talk Wednesday. Peace.